Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Living a healthy, balanced life is no small feat, especially when you're a mom. With meals to cook, laundry to load, work to do, and humans to raise, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe living a healthy life has become way too complicated. What we need isn't a new plan or program telling us what to eat or how to live. We need simple, uncomplicated routines and information that's going to help us live our best, most beautiful life without rules and restrictions. Join me, Kristen Dofniak, holistic health coach, certified intuitive eating counselor, and mama of two for weekly conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life, uncomplicate eating, and simplify in every area of mom life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. Chris here, and today I wanted to share with you about something that I have been talking a lot more about lately. You might have heard me talk more about this on social media, but today I really wanted to jump in and share a little bit more with you about my journey to really finding balanced eating. So this isn't just my journey from dieting. You can hear all my whole journey from going from a really restrictive dieter, um, someone with an eating disorder, and then somebody who was just on this on-again, off-again cycle for so many years um, in episode three, where I share my story. And I'll link that in the show notes if you're curious about that. But more my journey from dieter to intuitive eater that might not have exactly been honoring my health in the way that I needed to, to balanced eater, this place I find myself today where I really feel like I am eating and living in a way that aligns with my values and what my body needs. And that is ultimately what I hope for each and every one of you as well. I've been in this wellness world for over a decade, and this business that I have now is almost six years old now. It'll be six years old, I guess seven years old in May, and it has evolved so much over the years. But ultimately, I've come to this point where I'm really, really confident in sharing with you not only what has worked for me, but also what has worked for my clients and what I believe to be true about health, wellness, and balance based on both science and my own personal experiences and not just following what somebody else says. And not that that's necessarily what I've done in my business, but it's really easy to go, okay, 
I learned this from this course, so now I need to teach this. I learned this from this course, and now I need to teach this. Ultimately, when it comes to living a healthy, balanced life, it's about finding what works for you. And that is why I love working with the women in the Supermama Society when I worked with one-on-one clients. Helping women find their unique balance is so, so incredible. And that's what I want for you too. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit more insight today into my own journey to finding what balance looks like for me. And then also share with you the seven habits that I have identified balanced eaters possess in order to remain balanced in their eating and not feel like they're jumping between extremes. I see this a lot in the health and wellness world, even in the intuitive eating world, unfortunately, where it feels like we're either in this place of being like really, really obsessive about either dieting or wellness, or we're totally on the other side where we feel like we just can't even think about that stuff at all. But balanced eating is that middle ground, and I'm really excited to share more about that with you guys today. So let's go ahead and dive in. I'm going to share more with you about my journey, and then I'll share with you those seven habits of balanced eaters. Way back when I started my intuitive eating journey, I was in a place of having been ultra-restrictive around food as a fitness competitor. I know that that's not relatable for most, but my journey started as innocently as anyone. I started dieting in high school like many do with the Special K diet, graduating into Weight Watchers and occasional stints with the Master Cleanse, the Cabbage Soup diet, and other similar, similar plans like that. All of this culminated in an eating disorder. I took what I thought was healthy living at that point in time to the extreme. I was over-exercising and I was under-eating. I was tracking every morsel I ate. And this eventually transformed into months of binge eating once I was no longer restricting. But I was going through a really tough time in my life and I didn't know how to cope other than through food. I put on some extra pounds and before I knew it, I was back on the diet bandwagon because I had healed my body but I hadn't healed my relationship with food. And of course, no one ever told me that dieting was detrimental. The message that I received was basically, just don't lose too much weight. But everyone around me supported my decision to, quote unquote, get healthy again. When I was engaged in getting married, no one batted an eye at my habit shifting drastically from enjoying the abundance of restaurants in the new city I'd moved to, to detoxing and cleansing my way to fit into the dress, subsisting on green juice, protein shakes, and raw salads. After the wedding, we enjoyed newly married life with lots of date nights until I started studying holistic nutrition and started obsessing over eating all organic and never touching another food with more than five ingredients. Then a couple years later, after I gave birth to my first daughter, I joined a fitness challenge a friend was hosting on Facebook and I dove right into the world of clean eating, macro tracking, and bodybuilding. It was all extremes and never any middle ground, never any balance. In fact, I didn't know what balance looked like even as an intuitive eater. In the early stages of intuitive eating, after I had discovered some intuitive eating podcasts and read the intuitive eating book, I tried to intuitively eat like a pro. I obsessed over my hunger cues, I beat myself up if I overate, and I very slowly introduced foods that I had deemed bad until they didn't feel so scary, but I still very much felt like I needed to be in control. I decided to work with an intuitive eating counselor to move past this, and she encouraged me to dive right in, to eat all the foods I hadn't been allowing myself, and being a good rule follower, I did, and it actually felt like freedom for the first time in years. The problem? 
I very quickly didn't feel very great. I went all the way to the other extreme, and I just wanted to find the middle ground. I was done with the black and white. I wanted some color in my life again. I wanted to eat with joy, eat the foods that felt good and also tasted good, and eat on my own terms. So I started experimenting. What would it look like if I brought in some gentle nutrition? If I started bringing more intention into how I approached food and wellness and started finding a balance with my eating? No more extremes, no more striving for perfection, but instead focusing on flexibility, enjoyment, and feel-good eating. This, my friends, this was the key that I was looking for that whole time. Balanced eating. The space between the extremes, where I could eat and live in a way that feels good without rules or restrictions, where I tune into my body and my cravings, and I also intentionally nourish my body really well. Balanced eating changed not only my perspective on food, but also how I showed up for my clients, how I shared on social media, and just in my overall life. It didn't negate everything I knew and loved about intuitive eating, but it also didn't feel like I was going against everything I know and love to teach and share about the science of nutrition. I have four nutrition and health coaching certifications. I love wellness, and I missed it being a part of my life when I thought that intuitive eating was just eat all the things all the time. Balance just felt right, and the beauty of balance is that there's no right way to do it. Balance isn't static either. It's ever-changing. It's based on our unique seasons and our needs, and it's something that we can incorporate in every season of life for abundant health and enjoyment with food. As I was exploring balanced eating and teaching it to my clients, I identified seven key habits that helped me move from dieter to flailing intuitive eater to balanced eater, where I eat with ease and confidence. I enjoy abundant energy, stable moods, and consistent focus thanks to eating in a way that feels good while also having zero restrictions around food. I eat the food that I love and the food that feels good, and that's the way I want you to eat too. Most of the time, this is one and the same, but sometimes I just eat for fun, and that is what balance is all about, and you can enjoy the same experience too. Today, I want to share with you those seven key habits that I've identified to becoming a balanced eater. These are the seven habits that form the foundation of my new mini course, Balanced Eating Essentials. Habit number one is to have a vision. This is something that was missing in my early stages of dieting and also in my early stages of intuitive eating. What do you want your life to look like as a balanced eater? Now, before you skip ahead, I want you to know that having a vision is probably the most important thing for becoming a balanced eater because your vision is what you're going to come back to when eating feels tough. When you feel like that all or nothing mentality comes back around, we're human. It happens. It's going to happen. Stress might rear its ugly head. When these things pop up, if you have a vision for the healthy life that you want to have, it can help you to realign yourself with the way that you want to feel and then align your actions to that vision. So this is an essential habit and the first one I talk about for a reason. Habit number two is probably not a surprise to you, but that's to get in tune with your internal cues. Balanced eaters don't count, track, or measure their food. And though I do share a really simple way to build a balanced plate in Balanced Eating Essentials, we really need to be in tune with our internal cues so we can learn to eat without staring at the clock or waiting until we're over hungry and feeling out of control. Our bodies have everything we need to tell us when and how much to eat. But it starts with learning how to eat when you're hungry, 
learning the hunger and fullness scale, and also stop when you're full. But it's not all about hunger and fullness either. And that brings me to habit number three, which I'm sure you've heard me talk a ton about, and that is to eat for satisfaction. Hey mama, it's Chris, and we need to talk. Because something I've been seeing coming up over and over again is this idea that balanced eating is impossible, or it's only for a certain type of person. Balance without following a plan just doesn't work for me. I need structure. But what we know from research and what I know from working with women for the past six years as a holistic health and nutrition coach is that structure is only one part of the equation, and plans don't last. What I see most women struggle with isn't following the plan, it's what to do after. And so they jump from plan to plan, trying to find the one that sticks, when really, if they stopped jumping and actually started establishing habits, creating the right routines and ditching the on-again, off-again cycle, they would actually find balance without stress. And this is why I created my brand new mini course, Balanced Eating Essentials. I talk a lot on this podcast about ditching diets and tuning into our intuition, but I started continually seeing women struggle with the after. How do I bring in healthy routines and habits without just falling into a pattern of dieting again? How do I eat in a way that is nourishing but delicious, flexible, energizing, and dare I say, balanced? Balanced Eating Essentials is a mini course designed to teach you just that. It's centered around the seven essential habits that you need to become a balanced eater, broken up into doable, actionable steps in a mobile-friendly format with bonuses like over 100 balanced meal ideas, plus recipes, guides to eat balanced on the go and with a family, how to snack in a way that's balanced, and how to apply the seven habits to your everyday life. This is designed to be a course you come back to anytime you need a refresher on how simple and actionable balance can be. Head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash B-E-E to join and get $20 off for a limited time. Okay, on to the show. So many women come to me feeling like they're doing all the right things. They're eating really well, they're eating balanced meals, but they're having a hard time stopping when they're full. Now, this can be two things. It can be a response to years of restriction, and this definitely slows down once your body begins to understand that you're no longer restricting it. But the second thing is that you're not really eating satisfying meals. Satisfaction is twofold. It's satiety, so it's eating balanced meals so that your body is actually satiated and stays full for a few hours, but it's also sensory. It is taste satisfaction, actually enjoying the food that you're eating, having a variety of tastes and textures in your foods, and not just focusing on satiety, but actually focusing on eating the foods that taste good. And both are really important and essential to becoming a balanced eater. If we're not satisfied, then we're going to constantly feel like something's a little bit missing from our eating. And that's where we tend to go back to this on again, off again cycle. So eating for satisfaction is so, so important. But habit number four is to enjoy balanced meals. So I mentioned this a couple times, but I want you to know that creating a balanced plate, it's not about perfection. It's just about awareness of what we need on our plate for balanced blood sugar, which helps with balanced energy, mood, and focus and satiety, like I mentioned. It's really important that we listen to our bodies and we honor our cravings, but if we ignore our need for nutrients, then we're not going to be satisfied and we're not going to feel good. So it's going back to both satiety and sensory satisfaction and figuring out how to very easily and simply create a balanced plate at every meal with flexibility so that this just becomes second nature. 
learning to create a balanced plate is adaptable for any meal and any situation, and it's a really important part to becoming a balanced eater. Habit number five is probably also not a surprise to you, and that's to develop the three key routines. I talk about these all the time. The three key routines are meal planning, grocery shopping, and food prep. Now here's the key. You do not need to prep, plan, or shop the same way as anyone else. It's just about developing a routine that works for you. And I share my different methods in Balanced Eating Essentials because I do believe it's important that you learn how to meal plan in a way that's flexible and works for your family. You learn how to grocery shop in a way that isn't stressful and is going to help you stay within your budget and also have the foods on hand to create those balanced meals and to be satisfied and satiated on a regular basis. And then figuring out a food prep routine, whether it's doing a little bit of prep at the beginning of the week, like I share in Healthy Mama Meal Prep. You could prep ingredients. You could batch cook. It's not about doing it any one particular way. It's about finding the way that works for you. But having those key routines of having a flexible plan, of making sure you're regularly grocery shopping, and that you are prepping food in a way that works for you so that you can get those balanced meals on the table without the stress. The key here is taking the stress away from eating and making balance feel easy. Habit number six is to honor the roles food plays. Food isn't just fuel and nourishment. It's not just macronutrients and micronutrients. Food is pleasure, it's joy, it's community, it's connection, it's tradition. And this is where so many women get stuck. They are trying to eat really healthy, to live what they think is a balanced life, but if they're only focusing on food as fuel and nourishment, and they're leaving out that satisfaction, that pleasure aspect, the fact that we need to be flexible about our eating, because life happens. We are going to be in social situations. There are going to be holidays that come up, and not feeling like those type of occasions are going to throw off everything that you have created in living a balanced life, but allowing those to just be a part of your life is so huge. Balanced eating comes with honoring all three roles that food plays. And finally, habit number seven, this has been woven throughout, but it's to focus on flexibility. This is the last habit because it's important that you know the basics. You tune into your internal cues. You have that vision for the healthy, balanced life you want to live. You focus on satisfaction. You learn how to create a balanced plate. And you know the different roles that food plays. But we need to remember that balance is not about perfection. Balance requires flexibility because what we do over time matters more than what we do once in a while. And if we're in this cycle of starting and stopping and feeling like we're on the plan and then we're off the plan, that's not balance. Balance is allowing for flexibility for those things to come up, like I mentioned, the holidays, the birthdays, the occasions, the date nights, and not stressing about them, but allowing them just to be part of your life and allowing yourself to just gently come back into your routine when you feel like you might have been thrown a little bit off. The beauty of these seven habits is that if you do feel like you're in a place where balanced eating hasn't been on your radar, you've been in a bit of a funky season, all you need to do is come back to these habits one at a time. You realign with your wellness vision. You focus on those internal cues. You work on creating more satisfaction in your meals. You work on your routines. You allow for more flexibility. And soon enough, balanced eating becomes something that feels natural again. Eating well 
eating in a way that's balanced. It doesn't have to be hard or filled with extremes. I promise it can be easy. So mama, all of this brings me to ask, are you ready to dive in, to dig deeper into the essentials to finally becoming a balanced eater? My brand new course, Balanced Eating Essentials, just launched, and it's going to help you do just that. Balanced eating without rules, restrictions, or boring, uninspiring meals. If uncomplicated eating teaches you the why behind eating, this is the how. How to eat in a way that's nourishing but delicious, flexible, and dare I say balanced? This is a mini course, but there's really nothing mini about it except its size, kind of like me. I'm only five feet tall, if you didn't catch my drift. In this affordable, fun size yet information-packed course, you will learn the seven habits to becoming a balanced eater and we'll go through them together, step-by-step, meal-by-meal. This course is short and sweet, actionable, and life-changing if you want to know exactly how to eat without restriction. I like to think of it as intuitive eating 2.0. Once you get to that healthy mindset around food, you want to embrace some balance and eat and live in a way that makes you feel healthy and as energized as a three-year-old after they've stolen three lollipops from the four-month-old Halloween bag you thought you hid away. That kind of energy. Because balance doesn't need to be hard or boring. Head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash B-E-E to start your balanced eating journey. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's HealthyMamaChris.com slash B-E-E. So is this the end-all, be-all, perfect solution for how to be a balanced eater, this balanced eater you've always dreamed of? No. Our relationship with food is complex. We have emotions to deal with, past history with food and dieting, body image struggles, and so much more. If you are struggling with emotional eating or body acceptance, all of the balance plates in the world won't get to the bottom of your relationship with food, and that's why I created Uncomplicated Eating, and that's where I recommend starting if you're working on your relationship with food. But if you're in a place where you feel like your relationship with food is good, but you just want some guidance on how to find a place of balance, Balanced Eating Essentials is for you, and I cannot wait to share it with you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.